Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial choices in your life. Today, I'm going to talk about privacy in your cell phone. If you're a Verizon subscriber, you got to listen up. And later, used car prices have gone up, 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 and away. And I got a shocking stat to share with you and how you handle today's car market. That's coming later. So Verizon, as I shared with you last year, has been spying on its customers big time, which is interesting because Verizon is the most expensive company to be with for service. And Verizon, in spite of that, wants to make more money from you. They trade in your data. So when you are a Verizon customer, they are reading all your stuff. They're collecting data about your apps, where you browse on the web, everything you're doing. And Verizon is doing this because they're making money off of you selling you cell phone service, and then they're making money selling your data. Not okay. Now, the good thing is that you can opt out of it. But the emails people are getting from Verizon make it sound like it's a great thing that they're spying on you. This is such an exciting day. We're letting you know that we will spy on you all the time unless you tell us not to spy on you. But you're going to miss all the advantages of letting this big impersonal Verizon spy on you. Wow. You know what I just realized, Krista? What? Do you know in the last few weeks, I've picked on T-Mobile, I've picked on AT&T, and now I'm picking on Verizon? What's wrong with me? Why am I picking on these huge impersonal entities? Because they're doing things they shouldn't be doing. So, And you haven't picked on any big banks in a while. I know. A lot of time left in the year. It is true. I mean, it's only the 13th. <laughs> we got lots of time the rest of the year. But Verizon says that they use the data to personalize communications with you give you more relevant product and service recommendations and develop planned services and offers that are more appealing to you. (laughs) So this is funny. They are even spying on your children unless you live in the state of Maine where that's not allowed. Spying on your children. 
And it's so funny because they pretend this is all good stuff, that they're developing individualized profiles on each member of your household, each person on your plan. The reality is you say thanks but no thanks and opt out. So what Verizon's done is this nasty practice where you're automatically into their spying network unless you opt out. It should be, if it's such a great program that Verizon has for you, it should be something that they get you to opt into. But they know what they're doing here. They know that most people ignore those emails. Most people will be fooled by the fake explanation for Verizon, and they're not going to opt out. But you, because you are a listener to this podcast, you are savvy enough that you're not going to allow the nation's most expensive cell phone carrier to also get in your wallet for extra money. And while we're at it, if you are a Verizon customer and you love Verizon's network and you want to stay with Verizon, why aren't you with Visible? What's Visible, you might ask? Visible is Verizon's brand that is geared towards younger people who look at Verizon as being their great-grandparent cell phone company, and they have trouble getting their brand into the hands of young people, so they came up with a whole separate branding called Visible that is a fraction of the cost of having your Verizon cell phone service with Verizon. And so you don't have to be young to be Visible, You just have to be flexible to go save the money you save being with Visible. So see, I get you on the same Verizon network, but at a fraction of the cost. You might ask, what is a fraction of the cost? I'm glad you asked. Because the most you can pay is $40 a month. And the least you can pay is $25 a month for unlimited talk, text, and data. The data is fast, but not as fast as Verizon will be, uh, brand name Verizon will be, in the fastest situations. But it's plenty fast enough. I'm hearing no complaints from people at all about dumping Verizon brand, staying with Verizon, but going to Visible. The stores for Visible are invisible. That's because there aren't any. You can only sign up for Visible at Visible.com, and we have a full review of Visible on our cell phone guide at Clark.com. Krista? All right. This is a question from Susan in Missouri. My father received an alert that he w- there was a charge pending on his Chase card for a MacBook Air for $1,200. He immediately called to report that it was not a purchase he made. The credit card company promptly canceled his number and issued a new one. The next day, the MacBook arrived on his porch. No one has contacted him about the delivery since. What should we do with this new MacBook Air? Is it ours, or do we need to track down how to return it? And I, she sent me a copy of the label, and it came from like an individual. Um, so an it's, individual it got ripped like off it, selling. Oh, I feel so bad for that person. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't understand what the whole game was, but I'll tell you what the game is. So this is how this plays. So a criminal used the stolen number. And it went through the verification process with Chase because it was being shipped to the address of the cardholder. Normally what happens in this case is the criminal 
is following the tracking for that computer, and they porch pirate it. As soon as it's delivered to your stoop, the criminal is usually there grabbing it and running off with it. In this case, the criminal was clever enough to know how to use a stolen credit card number to buy the item, knew how to defeat the Chase um, fraud system, but did not execute at the back end getting the computer from you. So this is an individual who apparently has had the Mac stolen from. Mm. And what I would do is I would, you have only the name and address of the individual, I would write them and say that you have this computer that you didn't order, would they contact you? That's all you do. And give them an email address, and you may want to use a disposable email address in case somehow that individual is involved in some part of the fraud. Who knows what all is going on behind the curtain. But the more likely thing is that is an innocent individual who was selling the computer and had their money stolen by a thief, had their laptop stolen by a thief, which actually did not happen because you're in possession of it. Um, as for the money the the seller would have gotten, they didn't get the money because the uh, Chase people never would have paid that because it had been a fraudulent charge. That's pretty weird and complicated, isn't it? This is from Scott in Wisconsin. My cell phone provider offers an auto pay discount, so I use my credit card. I was just notified that I have to switch from a credit card to either a debit card or bank account next month, or I will lose my discount. I know how you feel about debit cards, but I'm really nervous to give out my banking account info. Should I just give up the discount? So, um, Scott, I want to thank you for posting this question because I meant to put this down as a topic for us. The ongoing war between merchants and Visa and MasterCard is leading to more merchants being willing to offer you a discount paying by a method other than credit card. And the merchant fees that businesses are having to pay are outrageous. So they're saying, hey, if we're going to give you a discount, Scott, you got to do it our way. So you can go into the full school of Paranoid and open an account at an online bank and just put in enough money to cover your cell phone bill over time in that account, plus any others that send you a notice that you only get a discount if you pay by uh, debit. And then it would be safe to give your checking account number or get a debit card from that online bank because then the only money at risk is what you have in that account. The discount you're getting, almost certainly, the auto pay discount, is worth enough money to you that it's worth taking the risk of doing it by debit or by what's called ACH, Automated Clearing House, with you providing them the checking account information, but not your main account. That is too high a level of risk. And the reason I mention online bank is there's no fees involved with having an account with an online bank. Now, something that's been brutal for people, let's say you're in an accident and you're not hurt in your car and your wallet ends up being demolished because your car's totaled and you got to go out and shop for one right now, my goodness, an involuntary car buyer. 
But what do you do if you're on the bubble about buying a vehicle with what's going on with prices? I got some suggestions for you straight ahead. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is beyond imagination what's happened to the vehicle market worldwide since the pandemic started almost two years ago. We are in a position now where the shortage of new vehicles and used vehicles, not just in the United States but around the world, is so severe that the cost of used vehicles all around the world is setting records. In the United States, the average used vehicle pre-pandemic cost $17,000. Today, a whisker under $30,000 from the most recent industry data. The reason is, if you drive down one of those boulevards that has uh, a whole bunch of new car dealers one after another, Slow down and look, and you'll see there's no new vehicles at all on those lots. None. And any that that are being generated, well, they're already spoken for before they even release them from the factory once they get the chips that vehicle needs. So the, the vehicle market's been hit First, early in COVID by the factory closures. Second, by uh, workers who are getting COVID and slowing the assembly lines down. And then third, the ongoing chip shortage. The chip shortage has started to get better piece by piece. Um, Tesla just proved recently that the chip shortage was something they were able to completely navigate and reported huge sales for 21 and phenomenal sales for the fourth quarter of last year. But Tesla itself has pushed through a dozen price increases on their vehicles since the chip shortage came about because no matter how many they produce and no matter what they charge for the vehicle, people seem to be willing to buy it. So... The average cost of their new vehicles, sky high. And so whether you go to the new car lot where you'll find nothing or the used car lot where you'll find shocking prices, it is the worst time to buy a vehicle. Apparently, um, the data is not as good, but what I've read is it's the worst time to buy a vehicle since 
1946. Wow. 1946 was uh, the year after the end of World War II, obviously, and factories had all been making war material, and all the returning uh, GIs coming back to the United States, there weren't vehicles for them to buy. And that was the other time, based on war, this time pandemic, that we've had this much distortion in the vehicle market. I'm going to say something right now I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks, and I can't believe I'm saying it. Okay, you have an older car, and it's not worth that much anymore, and it needs a significant repair. Okay, I'm going to say it. Even if the repair costs more than the remaining value of your vehicle, you probably need to repair it and then drive that vehicle till the uh, car market gets back to some semblance of equilibrium, which the vehicle market won't just all on one day be healthy, but the conditions will gradually improve through 22, and the extreme distortions in the used vehicle market with prices up, is that 80% in two years? I think it's 80%, whatever, 17 to 29 something, almost 30,000. It's a big number. Anyway, the used vehicle market, the price pressures will ease before the, um, New vehicle market comes fully into equilibrium, but those ultra-spiked used car prices will ease gradually through the year, and the new car thing will be normalized by either the fourth quarter of this year or the first quarter of 23. Now, originally I said we'd be fine with the new vehicle market by this summer, When I was talking about it last summer, I was wrong. It's going to take a little longer, but we are going to get there. All right. I'm going to read this one since you mentioned uh, Tesla's. Jacqueline in Connecticut, first, thank you for your recommendation on looking into the Tesla Model Y instead of the Model X. Um, she had inquired what to do with her money saved for a Model X last year. My Tesla is due for delivery in the next couple of months, fingers crossed, and I plan to pay in full with money saved for it. However, some are saying paying cash is dumb with the current low interest rate of 1.49% and that I should invest the money in the stock market earning 5%, etc. To me, this isn't a guarantee, but tempting. The market could also go south in a blink. What would you do? Pay the car in full or borrow, borrow at that 1.5%? I'm torn. All right, so Krista, you've known me <laughs> since 1997. What's going to be the answer to this question? Cash. Cash is king. Cash is it. You have earned the reward, Jacqueline, of not having to pay interest at all. And the alternative of taking the money investing in the stock market at a time where stocks are so highly valued is riskier even than normal times. And you can't leverage that you can't expect well i'm going to earn more on it so i should borrow money at one and a half percent uh-uh pay cash be done no you own that model y free and clear and you cannot equate the value of long-term investing in the stock market versus short-term value of money 
long-term, of course, being invested in the stock market pays huge benefits to you. But we're not talking long-term here with the comparison you presented to me. Peggy in California says, I've been waiting patiently upon your advice to sell our SUV, which gets 19 miles per gallon, to purchase either a hybrid or electric car and start taking road trips again. I'd like to stay with an SUV type as I feel a little safer being a bit higher off the ground than my 2004 Prius I drive locally. Yes, we keep our cars for a long time. What do you think, Clark? What are prices and availability looking like? So go ahead and take the trips in your SUV, the 19 miles per gallon. Because even though you're going to pay a fortune for gasoline right now, it's nothing compared to how inflated the market is right now for you buying something else. Second half of this year and definitely moving forward, we're going to have more and more deals on electric vehicles. And the quality of the ones coming out is going to be off the charts. And it's not just going to be a one-horse race. It's not just Tesla. We're going to have automaker after automaker, both traditionals and new entrants, selling a lot of SUVs, uh, pickup trucks, passenger vehicles, because the prices have gotten to a point that the economics are going to heavily favor electric. And so I think you nurse this 19-mile-per-gallon SUV along, take the trips, pay the high prices for the gasoline and know that that's like a down payment on you having wonderful, wonderful choices at lower costs on electric vehicles as you look months away, not years away. And maybe if she doesn't trust the car, um, you could rent for a road trip. Yeah, except renting. I know. (laughs) Oh, oh, I should say on renting. Thank you for mentioning that. I completely forgot. Okay, I'm going way out on a tangent here. The benefit right now uh, when you rent a car of renting it when you originally book your travel, your airline tickets, whatever, and then reshopping it a week out, unbelievable. Because the car rental companies have been raking in such huge money on rentals. And there have been spot shortages of car rentals particularly in fun in the sun places. You book a car rental, you know you have that reservation, but then you reshop it the week before you go. Both my oldest brother and I did that. We were each taking different trips to different parts of the country. The same week, we both reshopped. My rental fell by 70% in cost, and his fell by 50% by reshopping. What happens if you reshop a week out and the car rentals are the same or more money? No problem. You already have your original booking. But that's very important for you to know right now in the car rental sweepstakes. And this is from Holly in Texas. I bought a new luxury car a few years ago and paid for the prepaid maintenance plan, a mistake I will never oh. make again. Oh! I was due by years and not miles for my 30,000-mile service in 2020, even though I had less than 21,000 miles on the car. Due to very little driving for two years now and COVID concerns, I did not take my car into 
the dealership for this service until August of 21. The dealership said they had to get permission to perform the service and the manufacturer declined. I contacted them multiple times and they've never followed up. I even then filed a case with the Better Business Bureau and they sent me a $500 voucher to use at the dealership that's valid for a year. The problem, this service costs $1,300. The Better Business Bureau finally said they had to close the case since the manufacturer refused to do anything else. I was just asking they perform a service I fully paid for in advance and could not due to the global pandemic. All right, we got to talk here because this has been infuriating to me with these service plans that are pushed so heavily by the dealers and the manufacturers. When they are selling you the car, they say, gosh, do you have any idea how much it costs to service your car over the years? This is different than the extended warranty stuff you hear me talk about. These are the where you prepay for your service, supposedly a discount. And the plans are all a trap. They are all designed not to pay for your regular maintenance, not to pay for your regular service, by having things that they say, oh, well, you know, you could only do that on Tuesdays. And you could only do that in even-numbered months. And you came in on a Wednesday in an even-numbered month. So we're not going to pay. I mean, these contracts are written completely to take advantage of you. The shocking thing in your case is the vehicle you bought and who you have this uh, prepaid service from is one of the most expensive brands in the world. And they're burning their reputation. They're burning their future with you as a customer. In this case, if you can use the 500 bucks, you're going to be out 800 Still better than you losing all the money, but obviously salt in the wounds. And I want you to know that when you get the pitch at a dealer to prepay for your service because it's going to save you so much money, Say thanks, but no thanks. Or, you know, I actually prefer paying more for my service. I'd like you to make more money in the service base. I'm not going to buy it. Give them no place to go as they try to pitch you. But I'm glad this is a place you chose to go to listen to our podcast. And I hope there's something you've heard in today's podcast that's useful to you in your life. And as always, know that we serve you around the clock at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. And if you want to have a regular feed from me of wonderful information you can put to work in your wallet each and every day, you can subscribe to our newsletters. You know the cost of them? They're absolutely free. And we do work really hard. And we talk it through how to bring you content in our newsletters every day that is useful to you, your life, and your wallet.